This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Oh, speaking of hits, we're talking baseball. Eric Kratz, Foul Territory TV. Find him on Twitter at EricKratz31. Eric, good morning to you. You played Major League Baseball for a long time. What's the best advice that you ever got, or did someone ever pull you aside and say, all right, buddy, you got to snap out of this? Well, I wrote a country song while I was listening to you guys, so that was easy. <laughs> Ooh, let's hear <laughs> and, it. And, yeah, I'll, I'll sing it at the end for you. But okay, great. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, the best, the best advice, the best advice that I ever got, it was funny, you're talking about, you know, your mom's, like, or his mom was like, yeah, why don't you just throw more strikes or whatever, and then, and uh-huh. my mom, when I was playing for the Astros, I was struggling my first, like, 15 at bats i didn't get a hit when i was with the astros it was over like two or three games and she goes jose altuve was he was ridiculously hot he goes she goes why don't you just do it like jose does and i was like (laughs) sure no problem that sounds that sounds easy right just the guy that you know just hits everything and he's gonna be a hall of famer why don't you just do that uh, speaking that. of the Astros, I have a question about the Astros. How the hell are the Astros only 500 at home this year? They're 39 and 39 when playing in Houston. Is this a problem for a team heading into the postseason, or is this just an anomaly? I think it's an anomaly. I think it's something that you're used to seeing them do really well at home. You're used to seeing the elite teams. I mean, you're talking about a team that's been to the World Series three of the last four years. So yeah, like you're not, you're, I think you're trying to compare them to previous Astro teams and this is not them. This is not the dominant. You're going to throw three elite starters out there to four elite bullpen pieces, but a lot of those guys are still there. So it's something that is home or away is something that they're going to be, they're going to be a tough team. They know how to get to the playoffs like a lot of teams do because extra teams are making it now this year. But once they're in, they know how to win. And that is, that's a dangerous, dangerous recipe, but it's not quite the Astro teams of old. It doesn't mean they can't win at all. It just means it's not the Astros of old. I want to ask you about the Diamondbacks just because they're kind of all over the place this season. They started off really well. Then they went into this swoon, but here they are playing well. They got, Corbin Carroll's awesome. They got some top-end arms. We're not really discussing them, but can they make any sort of run here? Are you buying into them? I am. Yeah, I am. And and I'll say it. I'll sound like a broken record. Playoffs will be about your starting pitching, and they have Merrill Kelly and Zach Gallen, two guys that will get uh, Cy Young votes, that will be up there and have an opportunity to give you six innings. Seven innings. I think Zach Gallon can give you seven, almost guaranteed. And I think Merrill Kelly gives you a different look than Zach Gallon the next night. He can give you six. Now, they're bullpen pieces. I think that middle, you know, high end, not quite closer role, your seventh, eighth inning guys are going to be the key because I think Paul Seawald is a guy that will lock the game down. He comes from a different arm angle. He's not afraid of the situation. That team is dangerous. What will be interesting, and the narrative will be said all the time when they're in the playoffs is, well, you know, the teams that win in the playoffs hit home runs. 
And it's funny because it's going to be the same people who are, you know, kind of get off my lawn curmudgeons and are like, <laughs> oh, the game has changed. You know, we can't have all this home run swinging. Well, you know what? The last five years, the team that has hit the most home runs in the playoffs has won the World Series. <clears throat> Mind-blowing. It's like, oh, wow, a home run? That's actually counted for a run. I know you used to pitch, so you know that all home runs are runs, but it's, you know, it's the whole analytic versus old school. You got to get them over, got to get them in. The Diamondbacks, I hope they are on prime time every single night. They're probably going to have the 1230 game. They're not going to, they're going to be on during lunch, but man, they are so much fun to watch. It is a exciting brand of baseball that Corbin Carroll is going to have to lead this team. And it's going to have to be a Tommy Pham that gets some big hits. Alec Thomas is pushing Corbin Carroll out of center field sometimes. Like, this team is so athletic, so exciting. They're going to have a rookie at shortstop. I'm I'm higher on them than I am on some of the other teams in the playoffs. All right, so there's always a team that catches some steam throughout the last month or so of the season that just gets red hot and goes all the way to the World Series. Like, maybe it's not the World Series, but last year we saw it with the Phillies. And it seems like something we see in baseball quite often. Is there a team, I know you just outlined the Diamondbacks, but is there another team that you're looking at that's starting to gain some ground that you think could possibly make a run other than, you know, just the favorite Braves? And I know the Dodgers are red hot too, but not really a dark horse there. Are there any teams that have kind of caught your eye? Absolutely. And I'm going to tie it into what you said about the Dodgers. This team was swept by the Dodgers. They swept a team in front of them, went to the Dodgers, got swept by the Dodgers three games. And since then have been the hottest team in baseball. They also have a rotation that has a previous Cy Young award winner, a pitcher who has a 1.37 ERA since coming off the IL and another pitcher who just eclipsed 200 strikeouts for the first time in his career. And they used to strike out at a, I think they were third in the league in strikeouts at one point, and now they've dropped all the way down to 14th in the league in strikeouts as a batting lineup since the All-Star break. They are a dangerous, dangerous team. The Milwaukee Brewers may make a run. That is scary scenario. Scary canary. And I called the Phillies run last year. I had a front row seat. I was doing radio for the Phillies. And I said, this this team, if they get in, because getting in can be tough sometimes, they are dangerous. And I thought they were dangerous because Ranger Suarez was pitching well. Aaron Nola was pitching the best September he ever pitched. And Zach Wheeler was coming off a short little stint on the IL where he was fresh and they had built him up just in time. To make the playoffs, I said, this team hits homers, this team pitches, and they had elite bullpen. So to me, they are the the Brewers are the Philadelphia Phillies of 2023. Ooh. So since we're talking about the Brewers who have, I mean, the way they beat you is with that staff, I wanted to ask you in particular about Blake Snell because this is a guy who – Last year and even early this season, we faded him on a regular basis. We knew he had the stuff, and yet that ended quickly, and he has been so brilliant 
in what the last three quarters of the season he's going to win the Cy Young he's minus 5,000 to win it in the National League how do you turn that around how has he been able to do this it's just who he is yeah I know it sounds like a sounds like a silly statement but this guy I caught him in 2019 and he had just come off his 18 AL Cy Young this guy feasts on pitchers aggressiveness and you're going to say well then why don't they just not swing he throws enough strikes and the movement on his pitches is enough that you can't differentiate between a 12-6 curveball, a 97-mile-an-hour fastball, and an 86-mile-an-hour changeup. His changeup has as much drop as some guy's curveballs. His curveball starts belt high and ends up in the dirt. So he gets tons of swings and misses. So what I've been doing, I haven't been fading him at all. I've been absolutely cashing in on mm -hmm. strikeouts galore until recently when they started. I've never seen over-under set at nine and a half for oh. for K-props. So I just I stay away from that, <laughs> but I buy it, but I buy his K-props down and then I I add in there two walks. Man, oh man, they just pay out cash money for those walks when Blake Snell because he's gonna walk guys. And it's gonna be something that we've never seen before. Some guys are hating on him because you know, he's having a year that is, you know, well, nobody else has really taken the the Cy Young voting besides him. He's been dominant. He has been dominant. In his last 22 starts, I think he has a 1-7 one, one or a 1-2-7 ERA. But he's also going to be the first Cy Young Award winner in the last 13 years to have five innings after the sixth inning. The closest was Corbin Burns when he had 11 innings pitched after the sixth inning. So he never goes past the sixth inning. And that is, you know, that's some old school guys. They're like, oh, you got to pitch. It's a value. But you know what? When you're out there, you are not getting hit. He is okay walking two guys and striking the other three out and saying, all right, that inning's over. Anybody else? Right. It almost feels like controversy surrounds Blake Snell whenever he wins the Cy Young. Because remember last time he won the Cy Young, wasn't it the innings that were the problem? I think he had like the fewest innings of any Cy Young winner. I'm going to ask you this because I'm not a player and I don't know. And we're running tight on time, so it's going to have to be quick. Do you believe in pitchers being effectively wild? Does this make it tougher on batters when you know a guy is not throwing strikes every pitch? Yeah, because you're like, okay, I'm going to be aggressive. No, I'm not going to be aggressive. And he, he chose that line so, so well. And to me, the innings, it's not his fault. He never once is like, hey, take the ball from me. Maybe a manager should be like, I'm going to let him go 125 pitches because he has been that dominant the whole game. But, yeah, effectively wild. I love that. I love that vernacular when hitters are up there like, <laughs> he's just effectively wild. It's true, though. <laughs> it's absolutely true. And that's great stuff, man. I, this is getting to be the really exciting time of year in baseball, right? We got these races going down the stretch. Guys are stepping up. Teams are jockeying for position. And you always help us put it in perspective. It is Eric Kratz from Foul Territory TV. Eric, just do it like Hosey does and you'll be fine. Right? <laughs> absolutely. You know, we're just going to sing a song for you. I lost my dog in my truck. There's your country song for you. Nailed it. And I don't the give a shucks, it's been a rough time. Oh, let's ride oh. one together, baby. We'll be, we'll make hit makers. We're going oh, on the yeah. road. <laughs> Taking it on the road. Thank you, Eric. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Chelsea, this is when we take our song.
We let your mom finish it off. She's the expert. We got three writers of the song. Boom. Mega hit. Mega hit. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.